Blog Talk Radio. Don't get me wrong. With that being, with that being said, 
with with that being said, you know, there are different levels of things that you work with as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. As long as the business is right, I see no I, I see no problem with working with people on different levels as long as as it's beneficiary to the goal of you as a of you as as your own island of industry. Well, I, I love that, man. You know, I think oftentimes people don't really look at us as business entities. Even young cats that's getting into the game, they don't really recognize themselves as their own black-owned business. I mean, we well, get you so know, enamored with the lights. Well, you, you, you know, one one really cool thing about one really cool thing about being in the viral age is that um, a lot of young people now, you know, have have far more of an opportunity to see themselves. As an industry, you know, because the internet allows so many different uh, independent opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, what 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 the internet does for me is um, uh, it cuts out the middleman and it allows me to get at my fans directly and my fans get at me directly. Right. And I think that that's a real cool thing. And 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 um, with that being said, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities that comes along with that middleman being out of the picture, so to speak, you know what I mean, as far as as far as uh, uh, the artists and the fans being able to get at each other, you know. Got it. I, I love that. Hey, this is Roddy Perry Live. On the line right now, we're talking to the man, Carl Thomas. His Twitter is Mr. Underscore Carl Underscore Thomas. You want yes, to get sir. at him, holler at him on Twitter, and his website is carlthomaslive.com. Carl Thomas, man, first of all, take me back to um, – Carl Thomas growing up in Aurora, Illinois, right outside Chicago, mm-hmm. and and take me from that time to becoming Carl Thomas worldwide. Well, sex well it's really it's really crazy because you know I I, I left as a teenager. You know okay. what I'm saying? I I um I did a lot of things. You know the the things that I wanted to do. Not I didn't want to really say that I was in a rush to do this, but I moved really fast. You know, um, and I, I kind of played the open mic circuit. I remember there was a Tuesday night uh, at the Cotton Club in Chicago, you know, that, you know, a lot of people just felt like they was just going to make it just from there. You know wow. what I mean? And I really exhausted every opportunity that I could, but I didn't understand at a young age, at such a young age that, you know, there really wasn't any uh, record companies, you know, that were – that were beyond outlets, you know, in Chicago. Okay. So I kind of took the attitude uh, where I, I just said, well, um, the fire is never going to come to me, so let me go to where the fire is, you know. And uh, I, I had a friend that was actually living in Connecticut that I knew actually to church, actually. And um, he was moving from Connecticut down to New York and gave me an opportunity, you know, to – to to sleep on the sofa bed, you know, and and I I just thought it was a real cool opportunity, you know. One one thing, one thing about being young is that, you know, you go through this age of stupidity, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good. But thing. let me tell you, yeah. you go through this age of stupidity where you are absolutely not afraid of anything. Okay. Nothing scares you, and but 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 to say something about that, you know, that can actually work in your favor, you know, because you know I jumped right into New York City as a seventeen-year-old teenager. 
Wow. You know what I mean? And hey, I did, hey, I'm 40 years old, and I'm scared of New York now. Yeah, I didn't even, <laughs> you know, all I knew, all I knew is that when I got there, you know, it, it was funny because it was a different kind of freedom for me because I didn't have to watch what color I wore. I could wear my baseball cap to any side uh, of my head that I felt like that day and wasn't nobody saying nothing to me. I said, oh, man, this is all right, you know. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people really don't know about that. But, and you know, you know what? Let, let me stop you right there, girl. I still consider that even now. Like when I take pictures, I'd be like, is they going to think I'm folks or <laughs> – you know, I'm always thinking about Chicago, so go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, man. That's, that is my joke. That is my joke, the 40-year-old gangbanger. <laughs> right. That, that is my constant joke. Oh, Lord. Oh, but, you know, um, you know, we grew up in that era, you know, yeah. where, where um, you know, just the prevalence of uh, of that whole culture was really taking a hold of the streets, and, um, you know, I didn't really, you know, man, I wasn't about that. Anybody that knew me knew that I was from church, and I, I didn't want to do nothing but get some girls and, you know what I mean, talk, well, you, you talk, explain talk to me, mucho, me smack, talk. you know what I mean, and, um, you know, just just be, you know, happy being a young man, you know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't really want to be involved in that, and, and um, I got an opportunity to get out of, to get out of the area, you know, at an early age. And once, i tell you, once I uh, was exposed to certain opportunities in music, I never turned back. It's, you know, I just kind of felt like, uh, you know, I found my niche in songwriting. And, and, you know, before I actually signed my record deal at Bad Boy, I was at, at, I, I was, uh, at at least four different other major labels, you know, beforehand. But Bad Boy was the, 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 the situation that uh, actually spawned fruit, you know what I'm saying? Because wow. that, you, you know, you know, um, uh, there's there there is a very interesting statistic. You know what I'm saying? The first project that I put out sold a million records. But there's a very interesting statistic about that: is that only one percent of one percent of all music put out only sells a million records. Are you well, serious? Yeah. Yeah, and that that's a very real statistic. Now, that 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 in a nutshell explains uh the what it means, you know what I mean, to sell a million records, you know. What I mean? well, well, speak speak to that, speak to that and to have a life-changing record. Now, are we talking about I wish? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, so um, I wish hits your you sell a million records, your right. life changes overnight, I'm sure. Well, well, no, it doesn't really change overnight, but it does. It does, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? It does, but it doesn't because because um, before that, you know, you're you're in, uh, you, you know, being being a bad boy, you know, uh, during the time that I was there, you know, you just kind of get in a certain mode of work because we were so competitive. We were we were always we were having fun, but but one thing that is important for people to know that we were having fun while we were working. We weren't working while we were having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that um we, we were always we had our money on my on our mind, and it was always some, some opportunity to make money. 
you know, and, and, and that's just what it was mainly about. So I was in uh, such a cocoon for a while of of, of not really re- recognizing, you know, how the world was really reacting to the music. I was just really putting it out, and it was, okay, Carl, you got a show, and all right, we need to be here, and we need to be there. And, of course, you you get, you know, you get a, uh, a you know, an inkling of what it's really like, but you don't really feel it until you, until you pushing your cart down the frozen food section of the supermarket, man. Right, right. <laughs> then that's when you really feel the effect. Yeah, that when you, you, have when, you when you trickle over in the real life, because I, I mean, yeah. people ask me the same thing. They're like, Rob, well, you had an opportunity to be on television, or you did a film. You know, what's that like? How's your? But you know, you still living your life, so you're not really tripping a whole lot. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And. and and um, you know, we, we, like I say, you know, it, you until you get into those different facets, you know, you really don't really um, understand what type of effect that you're making because it's like, I mean, every night is repeated. Last night, and you know, you just kind of get into these modes where you're used to, you know, you're used to being in front of the the crowds and what have you. And I and for me, I was always a live artist, so for me, it wasn't. A change. It was just the crowds got bigger. Right. It was just the crowds got bigger. It went from the the small nightclubs to the bigger nightclubs to you know the great big gigantic three level hip hop clubs to the theaters to the arenas and so forth. You know what I mean? And it just got bigger. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, you know, I just kind of took the attitude to where I was just going to lay in the way of opportunity and just and just see what, what happens for me, you know. Hey, y'all, we seeing what's happening. We on with my man Carl Thomas. This is Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. Carl, let's talk about I Wish specifically. It, it's hold on, a million hold on. Selling One second, records. Rodney. Hold uh, on. Go ahead. All right. I'm, it's, it's past 12 o'clock here. I'm pouring myself a drink. <laughs> it's okay. I love it's okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. That's, that's the rule. Past twelve noon. Past noon. Past twelve noon. Something. You're okay. Well, you 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 pull yours. I'm gonna pull me a little bit of this. You know, I'm, I'm on that vodka martini, dirty. Oh no, that's too hard. I, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing Riesling. <laughs> okay, okay. A little pace yourself. It's early. <laughs> I'm gonna be somewhere asleep in thirty minutes. Yeah, you you going to bed? <laughs> so so Carl, I, I yeah. wish hits. Sales a million records. Right. Um, did you know when you were penning this? Did you know when you were in the studio? Could you feel it like this is special? Well, I mean, I knew it was a hit. I just, I, my, my challenge was if the record company knew it was a hit as well, hmm. you know. Um, but I really didn't. At the time, you know, like I said, it was a really special time because um, Puff had a lot of R&B help on hand, you know, Andre Harrell was the president of the company at the time. Okay. And um I um I was able to use Andre to explain a lot of things to Puff that I wouldn't necessarily be able to explain on my own. Okay. Because uh Andre is an R and B guy and um and everybody knows that and, and and Puff, you know, just really trusted his opinion you know, when he said something about a about a record. Okay. You know, so a lot of times, if I really wanted to get that record across, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes I didn't take the record straight to Puff. I take the record to Andre first and let him hear it, 
and get his take on it, and, and, and that way I would have a better gauge of how that record was going to be received once I let Puff hear it, you know? The, the thing I like specifically about this song, man, is that it spoke to the women, but it allowed the dude to go, you know what, you know, it, 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 it gave us both <laughs> oh, opportunities. You know, to the, the funny the thing about that is, time. funny thing about that, man, if you listen to that album, um, I was a, I was an angry young man, you know, um, I, I found very nice melodies and, and 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 smooth rhythms to really tell a woman, you know, how much I think that she really wasn't right. Or <laughs> you got you got gangsters. <laughs> or well, I mean, you know, it really wasn't it really wasn't so much about being gangster as it was uh, about um, hearing it from a man's perspective because we, we you know, our ears are trained to hear certain things. We're we're, we're trained, uh, oh, you got to have a J-O-B uh, if you want to be with me. Uh, uh, you know, can you pay my bills, bills, bills. and right. You know, just all of these type of records. And I wonder how women would feel if they heard men's opinion. Well, you know, what if a man wrote a song, well, you know, um, uh, I have no problem marrying you just as long as you keep a job, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, men, not all men feel the same way. You know what I mean? Not all men feel the same way. Exactly. You know, there are some men that feel that, that feel the baby face way. I'll pay your rent now, as soon as I get home from work and I'll do all these wonderful things. And that's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Um, you know, I, I sang it from all perspectives. I try to, I try to dig into the mind of every kind of man. You know, uh, I think that, like, like once again, I go back to the internet. I think that um, the internet has succeeded in 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 spreading the virus of of, of Western society. So basically, you got MTV in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, it, it just the internet and cable television, satellite TV. It basically made the world one culture. Smaller, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it made the world smaller, and it made it one culture. So, uh, uh, a, a lot. So, in in retrospect, it's like women are have become fundamentally the same. Mm. Men have become fundamentally the same. We are still individually unique, but because of these modern advances, we have become fundamentally alike. If a woman's husband doesn't come home on time in Japan, it's the same type of cussing and fussing. It's just in Japanese. It's just, there you go. <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? Because now you got Cosmopolitan online now. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Now you got these, you know, women are sharing the same ideas globally now. Interesting. Men are sharing the same ideas globally now. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like why I feel like, you know, why can't you take the same aspects in the arts? You know, I, I, I love whether it. it be music, whether it be comedy or whatever you're doing, man. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So so you got you got the the, the debut uh uh album it Absolutely. hit you hit what I wish. Mm. Then you hit with Summer Rain, which is one of my favorite all yeah. time. Yeah, that's funny because Summer Rain, uh, Summer Rain made everybody in the Caribbean think thought, think that I was West Indian in some type of way. 
<laughs> really? It, yeah, it was really funny because every island claimed me. Carl Thomas, Jamaican, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking and then the next island, you know, we went to, we went to go to Barbados, and then they, they, you know, hey, <laughs> they all claimed. You. I really appreciate that though. It just, it just, uh, it just, uh, the music that that song just reminded me how black people can be culturally related and sometimes forget it. Wow. Sometimes wow. I, I always say this and tell me if you agree that, that especially those of us that live here in the United States, we are kind of void of culture, like uh, in, in terms of just by virtue of the fact that, you know, we came over here on boats, we kind of miss our culture. So our culture I, I is very young and new. I, I, I will agree with that. I, I definitely will agree with that. Um, I I say something a, a little similar to that, but it's it's put in a, put in a bit <clears> – <throat> Put in a bit more controversial light. Um, I always say that if you know, as far as black people are concerned, um, if if you can make no connection between Africa and that current church pew that you sit on, then somebody is lying to you mm. in there somewhere. Interesting. Love it. Hey, this is Rodney Perry. I'm all with my man Carl Thomas. Hit him on his Twitter. He's at Mr. That's M-R underscore Carl underscore Thomas. Mr. Carl Thomas underscores in between the words. And his website is www.carlthomaslive.com. Carl, uh, let's fast forward. Uh, I want to talk about, of course, the album that's about to hit the streets December 6th. It's called Conqueror. Absolutely. I hate to say this phrase, uh-huh. but they are saying, dog, that you back. <laughs> now, to me, he Carl Thomas back. ain't never with nowhere. They saying back. Carl Thomas back. is back. I'm back. <laughs> Tell me well, about man, being you back know, and what that means. Um, you, you, you know, I actually, I never um, went anywhere as far as the road is concerned, but as far as recording, yeah, definitely there's a long hiatus, you know, in between projects. And... um you know, I just think that everything, everything in in music, um, well, let me just go a little bit broader. There, I think everything in multimedia is about timing and season, and you know, as long as you can figure out a way to be successful, then then um, you're going to go through, uh, you know, the mountaintops and the valleys. You know what I'm saying? And this game. You know what I'm saying? It will tell the truth on you. You know what I'm saying? Because I have maintained through everybody's season. Mm. You know what I mean? Through everybody's season, I've managed to maintain. I can still fill up a theater. I can still book a room and, you know, still sell it out. And this is all through not putting product in the marketplace every year. So what that is a testament to me is that if – you service your people, they'll always be there for you. You know, if you service your folks, then they'll always come out for you. My mama used to say, line your soldiers up when the sun is shining. When it's hard, when it starts to rain, they'll come out and fight for you. Wow. <laughs> uh, thank you, mama, for that. How gangsta is that? You know, you know uh, Monique, who is a really good friend of mine, she always says, she said, Rodney, I don't have fans. She said, these people are my boards of directors. These people decide <laughs> if I get a raise. They decide if I get to buy the next house or buy the next car. Basically. You know, so uh, what? speak to what your 
friends and or fans are to you. You know, like well, well, well. Basically, 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 to me, you know, they are the final word because you know my biggest indication of how is how they're responding at those live shows. Um, because let, let me just make this perfectly clear, my whole reason for being an entertainer, my whole reason for for being a singer and, and, and having a record deal and, and doing videos or what have you or, or whatever is so that I is so I can get the greatest number of people to come and see me perform my ideas. Period. Wow. Dude, if that's not the words I live by I completely live by that. You know, everything else is a byproduct of that idea. Uh, right. There you go, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> Bill. I heard Bill Cosby say, if you take everything away from me, he said, I'm still a threat because I got talent. <laughs> wow, gangster. <laughs> I love it, I heard it, Bill man. Cosby so, say that on 60 Minutes. I was like, man, he, he hit me. <laughs> now, now. Be, in in between conquer, which we'll, we'll, we I want to really get into and chop it up about, mm-hmm. and and uh, your debut album, you released. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And uh, and and during that time, you lost your brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What 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 did that that mean to that project and and to you as a man? Uh, well, I mean, it definitely the first thing that it did is it is it made me. Uh, it uh i wouldn't say made me but it, it allowed me to take my focus off of music and for a long time my focus was just completely not on music you know um it, they they just began they just began to be about different things um i learned a lot and i le- i learned a lot and the biggest lesson that i learned is our our um you know grief is a, is a, is a, is a process that you have to go through, but grief itself, grief has to be controlled. Mm. You know what I mean, and you have to do whatever it is that you can do to control that, because you know, um, you know that it, it, my grief became bigger than my life at one period. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, nothing like that had ever happened to me. You know, not, nobody that close. Uh, you know, I didn't really, you know, that was, honestly, you know, w- the craziest thing about that is when I was in high school, I buried a lot of my friends. You know what I mean? It, they, right. those, those are what I call the gazoo dum-dum years, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We were in high school. It was just kids just getting stabbed and shot just over nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And we, because we were, we were a part of the we were a part of the group of kids that were the good kids, you know. Although we lived in the we lived in those areas, but we were the church kids. We were the good kids. We we usually, you know, we weren't victims of those things. You know what I'm saying? So so when things like that happened, you know, growing up, it was like those things are like used to. Or that's what you used to hearing it happen to somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's. That's just how my mind was fixated. Yeah, that that type of thing. Yeah, that that happens to other people. You know what I'm saying? And that happened to us. You know what I mean? That happened to me. And it 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 just made everything that was big small. Got you it. know, everything that was big small. It made you know 
my recording career, yeah I, yeah, I know how the world felt about it, but to me it felt small and minute and unimportant. <laughs> Got it. You know. Got it. And, and so now we look up, you're on the other side of the grief. You Absolutely. Um, hey, man, I'm telling you, man, Halloween night is the anniversary of my brother's death. This is the, this is the first year since he died that I'm passing out candy and dressing up, son. <laughs> who who you gonna be? Who you gonna be, Carl? It's first, first year, man. Oh man, I'm I'm I, I got my Green Lantern uh, outfit, man. <laughs> you gonna kill him with the Green Lantern? Yeah, man, because you know, because you know, in the comic books, Green Lantern was black. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Green Lantern was black, so you know, I got my Green Lantern joint popping. You know what I'm saying? So you know, hey man, we move on, baby boy. <laughs> hey, we move on. You are battle ready. You are ready to conquer. <laughs> Talk to me about Conquer, man, because, like I said, you coming. It's it's Carl Thomas' re-intro to the world again. (laughs) Man, Conquer uh, was actually a real blessing, you know, uh, because um, I I didn't really, first of all, first and foremost, you know, know, uh, there there are a lot of reasons why people are going to feel I named this album Conquer, and I really let them deal with that and, and get out of it what they get out of it on their own. Okay. But um the album process itself was just wonderful being made, man. Um uh we have a beautiful single that um is out on iTunes right now and it's called Don't Kiss Me. Uh no, there's also um the 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 version that is going on the album is actually with me and Snoop Dogg. What? And uh yeah, ab- absolutely. So, you know, uh, me and Snoop are about to shoot a video for that, and um, you know I couldn't be I couldn't be more you know happy about the response of the single, you know right now because Snoop is not on that version and people are just ecstatic about it, and my goal my goal was you know to put out a record that felt nostalgic but at the same time it was something that um, the generations behind me could definitely understand and feel and apply to themselves you know what i'm saying like i i truly believe you know if you if you make it player enough the young the young the young boys will understand it because i remember you know when i was when i was uh 20 years old and when i was 19 years old i definitely you know maybe i wasn't that but i definitely understood what it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> I Absolutely. definitely understood what it was. I got it. You know. Yeah, what you mean? understood the Marvin Gaye. Oh and, uh, man, definitely. You know, you, Maybe yeah, I absolutely. wasn't that, but I definitely got it. I mean, I mean, just and an overall, it's so funny, man. When I was when I was in high school, you know, it's certain records that I used to hear. You know, I used to put records in categories, and it was certain records that I knew that were just absolutely player. You know, and I used to call it cool guy music. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what what is that for you? Like you know what I mean? I used to call it cool guy music. Cool guy music would be a song like would be a song like Glenn Jones, Show Me. You know what I'm saying? Cool guy music would be a record like uh, uh, like like You Are My Everything by Surface. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, cool guy music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Something yeah. real player. You know, you Surface know. can't do no wrong for me. People don't even be, people don't even be up on Surface, but yeah. Surface, man. Yeah, just certain certain records. When I was in junior high and high school, I said, "Wow, okay." I so I separated. Okay, this is cool guy music, right? Here. Hey, you hey, know what hey, I mean? Hey. Uh, uh, Especially now, you, you know, definitely just Jeffrey cool Osborne had a cool guy record. Uh, I really don't need no light to see through you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool oh, guy records, man. You know. <laughs> so what's the cool guy? What's the cool guy music on this Concord album? Man, there's a few. There's a few records I could definitely classify as cool guy records. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would definitely say um, uh, there's a record on there called "The Night Is Yours." It's, it's a real cool guy record. Right. Um, there, there's a there's a record. Um, uh, on there called um, Sweet Love. That's definitely a cool guy record. Um, a record called Not the Same. It's definitely, definitely a cool guy record. An international cool guy record. A James Bond cool guy record. So okay. To speak. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely call the single uh, Don't Kiss Me uh, a cool guy record. You know what I mean? Uh, I it, think it, I think you just created a, a whole nother genre. Because people gonna start looking for cool guy music. Cause you know, as, a, as a man, we, I'm always looking for that music. You know, you know, you know. It's funny, I'm man. Cool. When I was a kid, uh, the, the 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 guys that 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 played uh, the player the player sports uh, was basketball and tennis. Okay, you, you know what I'm saying. Not to say anything bad about any other sport, but. But if you played football or baseball, those were not very player sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. The the cats we used to watch the cats pull up on the tennis courts with the old school Corvettes. You know what I'm saying? Playing right, right, Pendergrass. Right, right. Like yo, man. Like wow. <laughs> he got out with the all white tennis outfit. That's why when I when I got to be a grown up, I didn't understand why there weren't why, why there weren't more black tennis stars. Because when yeah. I was a kid, playing tennis was was extremely player. <laughs> Yeah, you you think Arthur Ashe was a pimp? Absolutely, <laughs> it, was, it was extremely player, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! This is Rodney Perry live. We on with my man Carl Thomas. Carl, man, for, before we even go any any further, man, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, man, uh, I appreciate it, brother. I'm a huge it, fan, and and when they told me I had an opportunity to chop it up with you today, you know, especially given you know University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know, so many <laughs> years ago. And, and to fast forward and to be chopping it up with you today is is definitely a pleasure. What's the difference between Carl Thomas at you know at twenty five and Carl Thomas the grown man at, at um, musically? Carl Thomas at twenty five. Um, that's a very interesting age because twenty five. I was coming out of my foolishness. Okay. You know, twenty five. You know, as a matter of fact, I have a rule. And that rule is, is for guys, twenty five is your last year of foolishness. Got it. Like you could, you could, you could live. You know, this is online, right? Yeah. That okay. It's like you could live, you know, in your mama's basement at twenty four. Right. At twenty five, you ain't that baby no more. You that nigga. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? That's your last. That's the last year. Your father will accept you messing up money. That's, that's it. True. Twenty five, twenty five. You still screwing up. You are no longer trusted. <laughs> Nobody trusts you. Nobody trusts. Nobody. You. See, like a woman can go to like thirty. Yeah, she can go to thirty and turn her life around, get a haircut, and join the establishment. A woman can move back home at thirty five, but a man <laughs> is done. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. For so for guys, you know. So 25, man, I was really, really trying to decide where I wanted to be at 35, and that's real, you know. 
I, I love it, ladies and gentlemen. We're on with Carl Thomas. He's back. He's a grown man. He's conquering the world. Man, you, what we're going to do, we're going we gonna, to we gonna close the show today. We gonna, I'm going to play uh, this single, Don't Kiss Me, man. I want, I want my audience to hear that. Um, who did you work with on this project, man? This, this, this well, um, uh, I worked with, of course, of course, my brother Mike City. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I had a chance to work with Mario Winans. Um, uh, a very talented producer out of out of uh, Atlanta, by the way of Memphis, by the name of Black Elvis, okay. uh, did a, did a record for me called Running. It was going to be one of the biggest records I've ever done. Uh, Rico Love gave me the single, um, you know, uh, don't, don't kiss me. Uh, J.R. Hutton gave me the night is yours, and I've, I've just I couldn't be more happy you know, to work with a group of producers that were just so anxious to work with me as well, you know. Now, now I'm, I'm an, I, I don't really understand the world of, of producing uh, songs and music. What Speak to the, the novice like Rodney Perry that don't really understand the process. What's the process when you say, I'm about to do an album? Do you already know the title, or do you just start? No, I mean, uh, you know, there, there's really not a rule to that. There's really not. There's really not a rule book to that, man. Uh, some some titles don't come until the end of projects. Some some titles come before one song is recorded, and the whole, and all the songs are recorded according to what that title is. I don't know. Okay. You know, there's there's a lot of different there's a lot of different methods that I've seen done. You know, but people usually do it according to whatever they think is going to yield the best result. Okay. You know. Now now, Carl Thomas, songwriter. Um, when you're writing a song. Mm-hmm. Do you do you do you have the melody first? Do you have no? The, I mean, um, uh, me me personally, when when I'm, when I usually would hear a melody first before I would hear a rhythm. Um, I think that um, you know, while rhythm rhythm was born, rhythm was born before melody. I think that melody to me is more important than rhythm because. Melody dictates lyric. Um, okay. Mel- melody dictates what lyrics are going to say. Got it. And rhythm does not necessarily yield that, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, y'all, we on with Carl Thomas. Carl, you spoke to the viral age. Um, I, I know you're active on your Twitter. Um can, can the people really chop it up with you? You know, if they go to your website, they go to your Twitter. Is it really? Yeah. You? Well, it's easier to it's easier to chop it up with me directly on my on my website. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have Thomas a feature. Live. I have a feature on there. I have a feature on there that I talk to people. Um, I talk to people that that have um, that have web webcams. You know what I mean? It's somewhat of an iChat type feature. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so you know. I'm I'm always playing around with that, you know, playing around with that feature, and, and you know I think it's I think it's fun, you know. Sometimes sometimes video chatting um, can be beneficial, you know what I'm saying? It, it gives the fans a more realistic view of who you are, and you know how you live, and you know we're sitting there talking, and the pizza guy comes to the door, and we're <laughs> not <laughs> there. <laughs> What's you the know. worst thing about being Carl Thomas? Um, the worst thing about being Carl Thomas is, is in the minds of a lot of women in the world, I can never go back. 
Really? That's the worst thing. Is that is that you will discover that see you don't have to worry about this type of thing because you're married. I am. But you have to understand it's like when you are an entertainer, you know what I mean, that you can only be loved by a special person. Okay. You can only be loved by a special person when you're an entertainer because um, you are somewhat a liability to the normal person. Right. You know, a person that, that lives so, so when you, when you uh, what's, meet a woman what's considered that, that to be a really quote-unquote normal life, you are a liability to them. Right. So so when when, when Carl, you know, regular old Carl, meet a uh-huh. woman that he's interested in, uh, it, it's probably, she's probably already... Uh, chalking you up as a player, you not. Well, I don't know what she's chalking me up at. One thing, one thing I've learned from experience is to not try to guess what's on her mind. <laughs> come on, dog, speak. Come on, preach this. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I've learned is to not try to guess what's on her mind because one thing men are not is mind readers. Yeah. Oh ain't no, man, ain't no men's intuition. <laughs> oh man, if you, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I definitely wouldn't say that. I just don't buy into women's intuition. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't I don't buy into I don't buy into the fact that because you are born with vagina, you are born into that you have a rites of passage into righteousness. Mm. And because I was born with a penis, there are just certain things that I am just bound by. <laughs> Now, 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 let me give you this to a cry. I, I completely believe that women are connected in a certain way. You know, where where when when, but this what I think most men count on is the fact that a woman is not going to pay attention to it. Right. You know, but I think women are definitely dialed Amen. in that way. And I think some men are, but men. You know what I? Really you know how I really feel about that. Break it down. I feel like if this is and 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 you know. I, and I respect how anybody else feels about their own life, but I feel that if I do not allow God to make me the man that he wants me to be, then then I'm fair game for it all. And I, I feel the same way about women. You know, it's kind of like if you get caught in the vault while robbing the bank, whatever happened to you, man, that just happens. That's your fault. Yeah. That just happens to you, man. <laughs> That's you know your what I'm saying? In the vault. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just how I personally feel about it. I feel like I feel like men and women were created for something. And I feel like if we're both walking in our purpose, then yeah, then then I feel if we're both walking in our purpose, then I don't feel that a woman has any more intuition or any more of a spiritual gravitational pull than a man does. I just feel like if you walking, if you walking in what you're supposed to be doing, and you're doing what you're doing with what you're supposed to be doing, and and you're in order, I think that you're in tune. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney you know? Perry. This is Rodney Perry live. Carl Thomas is dropping science. Not even that, you. man. No, don't make it challenge. <laughs> no, but, but Rodney, but, you but are, Rodney, you gotta even you gotta agree with me on this, man. A lot of people. Mistake being smart for simply paying attention. I agree. I agree. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like, no, man, I'm not smart. I'm not smart as much as I pay attention. I respect that. that and a lot of said. people mistake the two. 
and they're not the same thing. You know what I mean? I can't tell you what five to the circumference of a circle is, <laughs> but I can. Hey, but I can definitely, definitely tell you what's gonna happen if you miss our anniversary. Yeah, yeah. They'll <laughs> tell you what where the circle gonna end I, up. You know? I can't tell you what's gonna happen. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, I love it. This, this has been an incredible conversation. Carl, what do you want people to take away when they listen to Conquer, man? Man, I, I, want, them, I want them to take away uh, a lifestyle, you know what I mean? I try to, whatever it is I'm, I'm, I'm recording, whatever song I'm doing, I'm, I'm simply trying to achieve a simple goal, and that's just to be the soundtrack behind people's lives, and that's it. Uh, I, I love it. Hey, quick, quick little feature. I'm starting. Carl Thomas. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw some some names, some phrases out. You give me. You give me your one word or, or whatever. Whatever that particular name brings okay. to your mind, and we're gonna we're gonna start it off. Um, Diddy. Sean P. Diddy Combs. History. History. I wish. Um. Great. Conquer. Nostalgic. Carl Thomas. Forever. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. It's Rodney Perry Live. You've been listening to my man, Carl Thomas. His website is www.carlthomaslive.com. He is very much in the viral age. You can video chat with him. You can connect with him. He is definitely back. I want y'all to tune in, Carl. You mind introducing your single and uh, and we're going to get out of here, man. Absolutely. This is the brand new single from Carl Thomas off of my brand new album, Conquer, entitled Don't Kiss Me, right here on the Rodney Perry Show. Oh, my gosh. Y'all listen up, y'all. We'll be right back. We're doing it this Rodney Perry Live. And this is my man, Carl Thomas, with Don't Kiss Me. Promise me that tonight. 
Thank you to Carl Thomas. This is your boy, Rodney Perry. What a great interview, man, a great dude. And what happened during the course of that interview, we talked about something. Uh, we talked about women's intuition. So I, I really wanted to cover that. I wanted to talk to my audience. I wanted to talk to y'all. Do you think even does women does women's intuition even exist? Is that real? I mean, fellas, are you worried? You know, if your wife gets a little feeling in the pit of her stomach and you know she know and she don't, she shouldn't know, because she know, but she know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we're going to get it in today. Uh, again, thanks to Carl Thomas, man, incredible guy uh, for coming on. I'm going to go to the lines, man. It's, it's the people that has been holding for quite a while. Uh, 318, you're on the line, Rodney Perry, live. That would be me. Yes, that's you. Is that my mama? This is your mama. Mama, how what you doing up, today? Rodney? Man, I'm I doing good, man. I haven't talked to you in a couple of days, but th- th- so, Mama, let me ask you this: Does women's intuition exist? Is that real? Yes, indeed, man. On all levels, because you know, you grew up in my house and you was doing some things, but I could see you with the back of my head. <laughs> now, now, is that women's intuition, or is that maybe just you as an individual? I mean, do all women have this? Is it a woman thing? Do men have some sort of intuition? I mean, you, no, know, you know what I mean? No, 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 the men don't have it. The women have it. 
The women okay. have it because we can see your nose spread, your nostrils when you're lying. Oh, hold on, Mama. I don't know about that. Let me ask Charlotte what she thinks. Charlotte, Charlotte, you're on the line. It's right to Perry Live. Does women's intuition really exist? I'm going to have to agree with Mama. I think it does. Wait a minute, Charlotte. I'm really about to it your face. Wait a minute. So you saying that men don't have no semblance for this at all? I'm not going to say they don't have any at all, but I'm going to have to agree with her as far as, you know, there's like an instinctive thing that women have that we don't really necessarily try to exercise that. It just kind of comes up when it's needed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But, okay, 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 Charlotte, you you hold on. I, I got to find somebody that agree with me. I'm going to keep going. Mom, you stay on the line. I'm going to find somebody that agree with me today because I'm not going to let you tell me that men don't have no semblance. I have I have feelings sometimes. I have people that I, I have stuff go through my soul, my psyche. It's got to be a men's intuition too. I'm going to seven six zero. You're on the line. It's Rodney Perry. Oh, What's you your know your number one fan, Rodney. Oh, this is my girl Shelly. How you doing, Shelly? That's right, baby. Now let me ask you hey, something. Hey, Carl, I now, love you. I mean, I almost made my baby off of you. Okay, see there you go. Always got to go there, don't you? Let me ask you this, Shelly. You know, you, you've, been, you've been watching me for many years. You know I'm always right. My mama is on the line. She thinks she knows what she's talking about. We're talking about women's intuition. Does it exist? Is it real? And do men have something similar? I'm going to punk your mama on the line. I think I'm going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> my mama, you can't say nothing. My mama ain't heard. Well, I say it. Well, I don't want your mama to know I play with vibrators, so. Okay, what's that got to do with women's intuition? My intuition is if, um, see, I done had too much to drink this morning, but I'm just letting y'all answer my call. I'm like, if I get a text from Rodney Perry, I'm stoked. I'm writing on Facebook. I'm going crazy right now. You doing the thing. All right, well, we're going to let you go because you obviously drunk at whatever time it is on the West Coast. Hey, you can tell him. You know I'm, uh, I'm his number one fan. You know I am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I love <laughs> Hey, mama. It looks like you might be right. People, women's intuition. Now, now, can you give me any instances where you felt like you had to use the intuition where it came up? It comes up when when a guy is lying, and guys do a lot of lying to women, and women lie to them too. But so the let woman me ask you, has hold on, hold on, stop right there. So you telling me it come up with a man lie? So if a man is in a constant state of lying, how you know what it, what's what? Well, if you got a lie on your hands, you don't have to use your intuition. It's just that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no you got a liar. But the deal is that it's not always used in a negative way. Women's intuition is often used in very positive ways. They may say to uh, maybe their husband, boyfriend, significant other, uh, look, baby, I see a blessing coming for you. I see it. It's real. Okay, and the woman is telling you the truth. Mm. Let me ask you this. Is it a physical feeling? Because, you know, I, I've, I've talked to different women over the years, and they say it's a physical. They can feel it like in their gut or, or you know, or they feel it like in the uterus somewhere. Like I, I just, Or I had a woman tell me she woke up out of her sleep and knew something was wrong. Is it that real? Yeah, that that last one always happened to me when you were out in the street finding clubs to uh, go to. I would just okay, wake I'm up. To, I'm about to let you go, Mom. I'm about to put I you tell off the me. people what you did because I love you. You my baby, my baby, my baby. Okay, I'm getting off. Bye. 
right, hold on. <laughs> That's my mama, y'all. She get it in. Hey, we going to 908. Makita, you you on live. This is Rodney Perry live. What's up, girl? What's up, Rodney? This is Makita. We went down in Charlotte, North Carolina with Tom Nicks and friends at the Love. Oh, that old tall chocolate thing. Yeah, I remember It, it is I. <laughs> hey, let me tell y'all something. This girl is not down funny. Makita, thank you for calling in today. Now, we're talking about women's intuition. Now, you are a woman, you know. Yeah. You tall, statuesque. <laughs> Give me an instance in your life where you've had to use your women's intuition. Uh, you know how whenever um, you may be in a relationship with a person, they tell you that um, you're the only one that they're dealing with, and then you just get, like they say, a funny feeling, and that's when something tells you, you know, ride by what they say they go, yeah, and they're not there because, you know, I had a feeling or I had a hunch. Something made me go around there because you had that feeling. But, you know, as I got older, my dad used to always relate everything to Scripture, right? So uh-huh. it was one in there that said that the Lord will not allow you to go into anything unaware. And that's the truth. So I just think that that's what so, little so, going this is my question. This is my question, Makita. Do men have intuition? I mean, y'all just yeah. dismissing this as men don't even have it. No, men have it. Men have it. Women just address it as differently. Everybody, everybody's made up alike in my in okay. uh, my eyesight. So the thing is like this: the way a woman handles hers or the way she addresses hers is two different things. Now, rather you acknowledge it, because you know you you can say, "Well, I always knew that I had a funny feeling or whatever." Right. A man, he most of the time has to see something to believe it. But a woman can just feel it. She can't put a finger on it, but it can convince uh-huh. her that that's I, what I'm it is. Shake, everybody I'm about has to shake it. y'all up. I'm about to shake y'all up because if women's intuition is so real, how is the download so prevalent? Ain't nobody intuition in that. No, no, this is a thing right here. Like I said, it's how you address it. Some don't want to address it because they don't want it to be so. Some people feel like if they don't address a certain situation, then it's not real. Exactly right. Wow, wow. (laughs) Now, women's intuition and ignorance is two different things. (laughs) (laughs) Women's intuition and ignorance is two different things. Hey, thank you, Lakita. Thank you for the call. Keep listening, baby. Hey, y'all, this is crazy. This is Rodney Perry Live. We we completely live. The phone line is going crazy. I'm sitting. I ain't even in my normal studio. I'm over at the Brad Sanders Studios right now. And we doing it so big. uh, I'm having an incredible day today. Uh, I'm about to bring on CC. CC, you on the line. We talk about women's intuition. Is it real? Is it not real? Do men have it, or do you have it? No, not at all. It's not real. What's up, Rodney? What's your girl, Sissy from Detroit, big head? What's up, Heaven? How you doing? I'm doing I'm about to How you doing, Carl? Huh? I said, is Carl still on the line? No, Carl, Carl, is, Carl is gone. Carl is gone, but... uh. He, he I'm not sure. Well, I agree with you, Rodney. <laughs> I got to be the first person to agree with you. Yeah. I don't even. I really just. I really just want to just start talking about that because it doesn't even exist. Because I feel like men. I mean, they go through the same thing as a woman. They have. They definitely. You know, they have the little intuition as well. So, you know, about a woman. So, have you ever had a man tell you he felt something that you did wrong before you did it? And he was right. He was right. Uh, well, maybe he was just in touch with his feminine side. Hey, we, you hold on, girl. We're going to keep talking. I got to go to Chantel. Chantel, you on live, Rodney Perry live. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> what, what you think about this? You, you, you're you all the way down there in Texas. What, what does Texas girl think about this? 
uh, Texas girls can agree with both, but let me ask you a question, then this can, uh, then we can go from there. So when uh, your wife first got agree. pregnant, so when your wife first got pregnant, did you feel that first? You know what? I, you, I, you know that's that's a that's a great question, and I'm gonna go even before my wife, my oldest daughter, who is 22 now. When okay. when when it when that semen came out, I said that's a baby. <laughs> See, that's why I said well, men can have intuitions when it comes to you know kids. That's why I said well, let me ask that question. So I think it can and go she, both ways. She, she got mad at me for trying to push it out the stairs. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Don't 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 quote me on that. But but you're absolutely right. So maybe that is a form of men's intuition. Like when you do have a sense. Like I think men use that intuition like for real situations. Like if if two right. dudes, if I'm walking down the street and I think these guys gonna jump me, that's when my intuition click in. Yep. You know, y'all use y'all to catch us. We use ours to be super mean. Yeah. Yeah, I think into it as far as in, in women too, as far as catching besides the cheating stuff. Um, I think just like knowing that someone may not be feeling good or something like that, like a stranger, like in a store, like you can tell a person is going through something. That's the kind of intuition I have a lot when I'm out in public. You know, some wow, people so I might you really oh. tune. You really in yeah. tune to like other people too. Yeah, so see, I think it can go as far as that, too. It's just a lot of different ways, but those are just two that I thought about. So I said, let me go and throw that out there. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's, that's an incredible thought because there's other ways to look at intuition. That, I mean, it, it might not be as personal for some people. It might be you can perceive what's going on in somebody else's life. Or, you know, how many times did you stop and, you know, gave somebody five or ten bucks because it just felt like they needed it? Or uh, my, my boy called that trigger money. You know, he keeps a couple. He keeps a couple of dollars in his pocket to give to people at any cost, any time, no matter what. Hey, we're going to. Uh, uh, I, I want to mispronounce it. Adovian, uh, you on the line? Did I say it right? Yeah, you said it right. It's Adovian. Okay, Adovian, hey, what's going on? Nothing. You calling from? I'm you calling from Louisiana? Yeah. You ain't one of my classmates, are you? No, I'm a Facebook buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. I just I just got back from Louisiana. Shouts out to Carroll High School, the Carroll High School homecoming. I was in uh, Monroe, okay. Louisiana all weekend, went up to yeah, Grambling. Yeah, you were way down there. Uh-huh. had an incredible time this weekend. So yeah, what's I up? What's up? What's what, the street for it. I just what, wanted to come in on it. I believe men do have uh, an intuition. I really do. Because you think my so? Men, I really do. You know, it goes both ways. Women have it, but men have it, too, because I remember okay. one. I hope he's not listening. I hope nobody else is listening. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, so even if he's not listening, he knows. He brought a situation to me. He named the time, the place, everything, and he was right on the money. Now, now this is the thing. Had, had he already been building a case? No. Yeah, I think some people be building no. a case. He, no, he wasn't building a case. He, we, Everything was going smooth. But, you know, I just slipped up one time, and he, he said that he had a dream. Uh-oh. I don't forget that. <laughs> so I believe that they do have it. I really Maybe he do. was like, Big, it was all a dream. I used to read <laughs> Word Up Magazine. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for the call, Dovia. Stay on the line. Keep listening. <laughs> Ezra. <laughs> Ezra. Wait, wait. What Ezra talk about, man? So, Ezra. Or is it Andrew? Man, don't do that this week again now. You read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ezra? Ezra Hosea. How you doing, man? I'm, 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 I'm waiting on you, man. I, I'm, I got a gig. 
uh, Thursday and Friday, but I'm going to come in early Saturday morning so we can kick it this time for real next week. Now, what whatever we're talking about, whatever we're talking about, Rodney Perry coming to Houston. I'm coming to Houston, not this weekend. I'm in Arlington this weekend at the Arlington Improv. The following week, the first week of November, I'm at the Houston Improv. It's going to be so crazy. Myself, Ryan Evans, Johnny Vance, we on the road. It's the Rodney Perry all the way live tour. What's up, dog? What do you think about this women's intuition? Oh, man, that's just a phrase, you know, like, like the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, you know. Uh, for real, it, it, it's just it's people in general. Everybody has it. You know, it's just like you said, we use ours differently. They use theirs for drama purposes, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is how we use ours. You got a job. You got a homeboy that come by your, your desk every day, your cubicle, talk to you 15 minutes. Y'all go to lunch every day, the whole nine yards. But one day you show up to work, he don't come by your cubicle. He don't oh. go to lunch with you. So now your intuition, you know, I'm going to get fired about 3 o'clock. You already know? Exactly, because he dodging you. He know about it, but he ain't going to tell you. He can't, he can't say yeah. that to you. Exactly. Oh, CC. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go to CC. CC, you think Ezra got a point? Oh, CC's doing. She she's beating her kids right now. Chantel, do you think Ezra, Ezra got a point right there? What he said that I didn't hear. Ezra said Ezra said that we men use their women's their intuition to tell somebody about to fire them. That's where they use that. The fire what? I'm sick of you, Chantel. I, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I, I put you back on. <laughs> hey, I got I got another minute. You stay on, Ezra, man. I, I'm, I got Ron Coffee coming in. This one of the coldest dudes. Fight promoter. He do it all. What's up, Ron? What's up, big homie? You know I'm right. agreeing with you. All the rip. The whole camp. We here. We listening. We with you, man. You got a bunch of us on your side. But it look like we catching up. Hey, 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 you know, you know what it is, and you know what this is what I think too. I got two men on the line. Even if a woman do have intuition, I think men, you know, especially the players of the world, they count on you discounting your intuition. But any woman, right. if your man, if he lying to you, whatever he's doing, he he expecting you to discount the intuition as nothing. You know what I mean? Right. And and just right. by virtue of that, you know, I, I do believe women's intuition exists. But I do believe men are connected to this earth as well, and, 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 and we have different feelings. I think that we all get a set of guardian angels. And every once in a while, your angel taps you on the shoulder for your best interest, you know, and whatever that is in that particular situation. I know my guardian agent is sick of looking for my key. Right. There you go. Take a look at, look at it this way, Rodney. In the fight game, you love boxing just like we do. That's yeah. mostly men, and, um, I mean, we we know going into these fights, man, if you really got that thing or not. I mean, accidents do happen. People get lucky or whatever like that. But even without right. Florida, you know what I mean? This man undefeated. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that is because he knows what's going to happen. Ali, the greatest that ever did it. That's intuition as well. Fathers, you know what I mean? You know your son has thought about to run towards that car before they go. Hey, boy, get back in there. You know, we have exactly. it, but we just don't always use it to check up on our women and things like that. The women just probably use it a little more than we do 
to check up on us, but definitely when it comes to this bread, I know when somebody's short with that money, everything, you know what I'm saying? You kind of know when you're riding the parents get off the stage. Yeah, you you can see it. You know when the promoters come in and they, they're half-packed, and you know when you get off hey, that plane, man. who got hey, your right, money, man. and you don't. Know. <laughs> hey, man, let me talk to you for a second. Uh-oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Hey, hey, you know what, Ron? You brought up a really great point, man. Uh, uh, using your intuition inside your uh, your sport or whatever you do, because like, yeah. like I say, a, a boxer got to be connected. You know, it's got to be more than physical for a great boxer. It's got to be something beyond be physical. Because yes. everybody is in top physical shape. So what is it that makes you be able to slip that punch and be able to counter or be able to react and act and react? So that's all intuition. Well said, Ron. Hey, man, thanks for calling. Stay on the line. Yes, Keep listening. Man, we getting it in. It's Rodney Perry live. We ain't never been this live. Lorraine, Lorraine, the doodle stain. You on with Rodney Perry? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> What's uh, up, Lorraine? This is CC's sister. Older. How you doing? This is uh, CC's older sister. Okay. And I must agree that men do have a two, um, intuition just as Uh-oh. well as women. Tell us what happened. And, no, I just see that that um. You know, I'm dealing in a relationship myself, and um, uh, I just say the men, like the relationship that I'm in, I was always, you know, treated special. Women, at first, they get treated special. And, and when they feel like that they got you hooked, that they feel like that they can do anything that they want to do. And a lot of times, men, um, they tend to... Um, uh, change their patterns, and then, and then, uh, women sometimes that can make women change their patterns too. And so you if, said if it, it ain't always. You said it ain't always intuition. It's just sometimes just you you send off red flags. Like say for instance, it don't have to be intuition to notice that your man ain't come home on time for two days in a row. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. And back that makes looking sense. at that. And then, and a lot of times, like when stuff like when things like that happen, uh, the, the women they tend to say, "Hey, if he, if he, if we got this intuition, intuition that this is happening, that they tend to say, hey, it's time for me, to, you know, to have these feelings of, of moving on to someone else." And then hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, Lorraine. A uh, 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 rolling from True True Radio say some women got a GPS on their vagina. <laughs> <laughs> they got a GPS. Ah, no. <laughs> you heard that ever? <laughs> you know, these modern times, uh, they need a navigation system and a GPS. And if they had that, they wouldn't have to worry about no G, uh, no uh, intuition for either side, male Uh-oh. or female. All right, y'all, I got to start. I got to get ready to start winding down. Ezra, man, thanks for calling. Everybody on the chat, too, man. I see y'all chatting today. Uh, Carl Thomas was an incredible interview. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed that. And uh, we're we going to continue to get it in. I'm going to go to look like Oakland. They got they, they got their bus drugged this weekend. They probably needed some intuition. 510, you on the line, Rodney Perry Live. I don't know if you wanted to talk or not, but I saw you sitting here, so I wanted to holler. All you got to do is say hi, 510. All you got to do is say hi. All you got to do is say hi. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. 415, Bay Area, what's going on? Say hi. It's Friday Perry. Hey, this is Crystal Flanders. What's up, Crystal? What's going on, Ronnie? I, I, I see you in the chat room, sister. Yeah. 
what's your what's your thoughts on this subject today? Well, men do have an intuition, and if you give them reason to think, I think women are just really clever, um, and their intuition doesn't really click in or kick in until they actually see some physical evidence. But women are good at hiding things, so men, it just doesn't click for them right away like it does for us. So I, I think I think by and large men are way more secure, so we don't look all the time. You what? Know, I think men are way more secure than women. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm about you know I'm about to open up every woman on here. I'm gonna let them all in. I put my mama in. Oh, I, no. I, I ain't scared. I go on record. I think men are more secure, and by virtue of that. Uh, we all y'all. On. What y'all got to say, y'all? You're y'all say so something. They, they are just no, not, no news. They are not in tune until we really give them like we put it in their face. There are so many ways to keep a man from knowing. There, there are so oh, many God. ways. I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, if you talk about cheating or whatever. But well, um, see that's I'm sick of people telling me I'm sick of people telling me that women are smart, women are smart and women women know how to cheat and they know how to hide everything. That that ain't true. Y'all are just as dumb as we is. When a woman get busted, she get busted like a man. Uh uh no. <laughs> <laughs> And, 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 and this is the difference. Now, intuition, intuitively, who is that? I just cut We're talking about intuition. We are using our intuition to get at men. We use our intuition for a lot of things. Okay. For a lot of things. Like what? Like what? Like what? Um, intellect, intellectually speaking, um, knowing trends. Women tend to be real trendsetters, um, so it doesn't have to just entail one facet. Especially when, if we're talking about relationships and intuition, that's one thing. When we're speaking of intuition, there's several genres women have intuition for. So we spearhead a lot of things that men don't even know that they want until we do it. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's true. That's true. Am I right? You know what? I I, I, th- I take that back. You might be smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, we, we we bring movements. We cause things to to get shaken up. And man, I don't know that it's the security um, as much as you guys have uh, more opportunities as far as relationship wise, relationship wise, and how things are socially set up on this planet. You know, it's not really okay for women to you know chase men, but when it's it's socially acceptable for men to do that. So it's not about being secure. It's just kind of like they're getting away with it. <laughs> and I, I, we're talking I, I, about I, I, relationships. We're talking so, about relationships. Hey, hey, thank you so much for the call. Hey, you guys, I got to get ready to sign off. Got to go to work. Uh, I'm, like I said, hey, it, it's been an incredible day today. Mama, Mama, you got any last words before we get out of here? I busted you every time you oh, did. Okay, I'm going to let you go, Mama. This is my show now. If you ready to say something civilized, I'll put you back on. Hello? I'm just saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I love you, baby. I-, I love you more. You have a good rest of the day. I'll call you back later. All right. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. This is Roddy Perry live on 
special thanks out to my man Carl Thomas for uh, giving me a call today and kicking it. And uh, congratulations on his new record, Conquer. I mean, go pick that up. It, it's coming out real soon. Um, what else going on? Uh, Rodney Perry, Arlington, Texas this weekend. Myself, Ryan Evans, Johnny Vans. We're on the road, Arlington, Texas. The week after that, we are in Houston. Uh, all the information about my tour dates on my website, RodneyPerry.com. If you got this information through uh, the text message, that's our new text message campaign. Text us, text Rodney Perry, all one word to uh, pound four, four. What is it? Four one four one one. Yeah, pound four one four one one. Text Rodney Perry. You get all my updates. Find out when I'm doing stuff. All that great stuff. We are taking it to the next level, y'all. This is my year. I know everybody say that every year, but 2012 is going to be an incredible year, not just for me, but for you too. My name is Rodney Perry. You stay blessed. Y'all be good. We out. <laughs>